What is happiness? And how can we cultivate it? I'm always amazed by all these people who say that they're unhappy. Do happy things. Just do what makes you happy. It's one of humanity's oldest pursuits. Happiness. Happiness is truly a choice of my attitude. You've probably guessed it by now. But tonight, I want to talk happiness with you. I want to talk about setting goals and achieving them. Because I personally think that being happy is all about setting these goals to things that we want and working towards them. From the time that we're kids, we are kind of put into the way, the mindset, that we have to work hard, get a good education, and maybe one day we'll get a job that we don't hate, a job that we might actually enjoy. And even if it's not in that circumstance, Oftentimes, we're given small choices like what we want for dinner, cake or pie, even though those are both desserts, but pretty much we choose whichever one we like more so we can be happy. I think that to be happy, we have these big goals. Uh, a person that wants to be a movie director or a person that wants to be a writer or a person that wants to make podcasts, they go out of their way to achieve these things. And it doesn't happen all at once. An overweight man who just desperately wants to be able to go to a beach and take a shirt off without feeling insecure, he didn't just stop being overweight, stop maybe eating unhealthily, or maybe he had health issues which uh, made him overweight, but through an order of steps, he achieved what he wanted, or he could achieve at the very least. A movie director goes to film school, and they watch films, and they analyze, and they study, and they practice. And once they have all these skills established, they can then go out and get better and better and better through doing. And it all builds. Uh, a teenage boy who wants to make a podcast because he wants people to hear his words and for those words to mean something. He just keeps doing the podcast in hopes that eventually it sticks and he improves. Some people try to achieve their goals and fail. Not everybody succeeds, and that's okay. It's unfortunate, but it's okay. It's the harsh reality that not everybody succeeds. For some people, they are at the fault themselves. They, maybe they didn't want it enough. Maybe they were lenient with their goals and they let something slip. But other times, the world can also get in the way. It's a risky business. What I'm hoping to do is to inspire you to maybe hold on to those goals just a little bit longer. Keep them clenched tight, close to your heart, and maybe you'll find yourself holding on long enough to achieve that thing that you've always wanted. And even if you don't have a goal in mind, maybe I can manage to inspire you to find one, to pick one up. Either way. In a moment, you'll be sitting in a conversation with myself and my friend Jameson. You may remember him from the first episode of the Tonight We Talk podcast. I hope you enjoy, and I hope you find the experience, at the very least, interesting. You might want to introduce yourself. Alright, um, my name is Jameson Steele. You can find me on Twitter at so many bats. Oh, damn, not plugging the Instagram? I feel like this is uh, playing favorites. I mean, it's the same thing, and I post more often on Twitter. 
That's fair enough, Mr. Chad Brown. <laughs> so uh, Scroll through my Twitter and you'll understand that reference. Uh, it's so far past, though. You should just change it back. Look, I'd prefer it if you changed it to Jameson Steele. Uh, I mean... It's like a movie hero. Yeah. Well, I had it as Jack Steele for a while, and that really sounds like a Tom Clancy hero. Jack Steele. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Coming to theaters this summer. It's like John Wick. John Wick. That's a movie out right now, isn't it? It is. And I have no Today's idea what it's about. Is sponsored by John Wick. <laughs> the man himself, John Wick. <laughs> the person. But Not the movie. You and I were talking off air, and we were just kind of spitballing some ideas, and specifically some ideas that you wanted to be a part of topics that you wanted to discuss on the show. Mm -hmm. And you specifically brought up two, two ideas that I thought were really, really good. Actually, you want to talk personal happiness and setting goals. And then you also suggested loss, sadness and how to handle it. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of feeling in the happier mood. So, so, so am I tonight. Do you want to talk personal happiness and setting goals? Tonight I do want to talk personal happiness and setting goals. Fantastic. I want to start it off with asking, like, right now, are you happy? Right now in my current life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Do you know um, why? Yeah, actually. Um, this is funny because recently uh, I went down to Mount Forest to visit one of my friends, you know, you know Sheldon. Ah, yes, I know um, Sheldon. Go on. Yeah, uh, so me and Sheldon went down to Mount Forest to visit our friends, mm -hmm. Walker and Raven. And we watched the newest Bo Burnham special, Make Happy. Okay. And I say newest, it's been out for almost a year now. Uh, it came out in June of last year, but I still hadn't watched it, so it's new to me. It's newest um, to you? <laughs> yeah, it's the newest one to me. So, okay. So we watched that. And it was very good. It was, it was, the ending was very, very existential and very about asking yourself that question. Are you happy? And after watching that with, with my friends and, um, I was at a point at that time where I was just a little bit, th this wasn't very long ago. It was no. maybe like a month ago. And I was just kind of. Like, I was happy, obviously, but just hearing it over and over again, are you happy? It just made me think about it. And yeah. think for a second, am I? And after thinking about it, I did come to the conclusion that yes, I am. But, you know, I still had to think about it. And it was interesting. And, and it's kind of like bringing up, are you completely happy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, are there things that you don't like? sure there's there's always going to be that but in the long run like in the grand scheme of things are you happy my answer is yes in the grand scheme i am also very happy but i feel like most people especially coming from a place where you and i are like we live in a good or at least i generally considered to be good country canada Mm -hmm. um, we're more fortunate than 
uh, places that suffer a lot of poverty. Uh, mm-hmm. So where one person may look at it in tr- kind of a humble view, they say, okay, I have a house over my head. I'm not starving to death. I am happy. Yeah. But it's kind of human nature to to want more, I guess. And if I'm wrong on that, then at least I feel that way. Not that I necessarily like to, to have to admit, like I always feel like I want something more makes me feel like i'm asking for too much but yeah i i agree with that it's it is human nature to to always want something that you don't have and whether that's like for us to like want to have a lot of money and a mansion whereas for somebody else it's to want to eat this week and like it's that argument that like you that whole like there are starving children in Africa argument when you don't eat your food. Yes. Um, it's, it's like that. It's like, okay, first like, okay, send them the food then. But that, (laughs) that, that's not really the point. It's more like a matter of like, because somebody else has it worse. Doesn't mean how I feel isn't relevant, you know? Mm -hmm. I hate when people use that as like a disjustification for how you feel though. Yeah, exactly. Like, say you had a really, really bad day at work, and you like you complain to your friend about it, and he says, "Oh, yeah, well, my cousin just died recently, so you don't really have to be sad about anything." It's like, well, yeah, I do. I had a bad day. Just because you have it worse doesn't mean my day is better now. In fact, I feel worse now. Uh huh. Like you just made my day <laughs> worse by saying I don't have a a real right to be sad. Yeah, exactly. So it it is, like the kind of a very roundabout way of saying it yeah it is human nature to want more and something you don't have Mm -hmm. because there's always something that you don't have right well then if there's always something that we want that we don't have do you mind telling me like something that you want right now that you don't have and that doesn't have to be physical it can be a matter of character as well Mm -hmm. um something and this is like very very relevant to you because we've been talking about this recently and this is a plan between the two of us um personal freedom and like being able to be on my own okay yes i don't have (laughs) sorry yeah exactly we've been talking about this for quite a while and um as far as i know that's still a plan between us Mm -hmm. when i said yes there and it was so loud it's because I was going to go on to say, yes, that's right. We have been having this conversation for a very long time. And it was going to be followed by, I thought you were talking about the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so then you kept going and I was like, no, 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 go on. Yours is probably a more important sentence to say than my sentence. No, I, I am not talking about the Switch. <laughs> oh, God, I feel so stupid now. But um, I'm talking about moving out, Grayson. I don't want you confided me. That. There's like there's something I really really want, and we've been talking about it for a while. I want the Nintendo Switch. No, it's <laughs> I, I mean, want freedom. Granted, <laughs> I mean, granted, we were just talking about the Switch for a good like 20 minutes. Shh, the viewers don't know that. They don't need to know that. <laughs> but uh, I have also like I know where you're coming from. Uh, you and I know each other personally so do you want to maybe share with you don't have to but do you want to share 
why you want personal freedom uh, to an extent. Um, um, sure, yeah. Um, you know, I've always just kind of liked being on my own. Like, I'm, a, I'm pretty independent. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm not in a position to be independent. Like, I'm, I'm working up. Like, I'm, I'm working right now to get the money to, to move out and uh and go down to you know to kitchener and um right now there's just there's a lot of things going on that i feel would just be a lot nicer would be a lot easier and better for me if i were on my own you know i can understand that it's like you said without sorry go on yeah with without saying too much without revealing too much about me um there's just a lot of things in my life that would be simpler if I were on my own. Yes, and at times I can agree with a statement like that. Sometimes it feels like when we're on our own, there's a lot less to handle. Mm-hmm. And it's the difference between, well, sometimes it's the difference between feeling like you're a dependent person and an independent person. And like you just said, you're an independent person, and I'm assuming you feel like you're in a position that you f- you're forced to be a dependent person. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty well it. And I relate to you fully on that. Like, to give whoever is listening an idea, um, I'm 18. I'm going to be 19 in a few weeks. And presently... Oh, thank you, thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> but... I'm going to be 19 in a couple weeks. I haven't gone to college yet. And for a little while, not too long, I've been unemployed. And I feel like my life is in this position where I am, like, nowhere. I'm in this place between heaven and hell of sorts. Uh, what is that? What is that called again? Uh, limbo. limbo. Yeah. Purgatory. Purgatory as well. It's the island from Lost. In my mind, I kept thinking, pandas remind me of this word. What is this word again? It begins with a P. Purgatory. Pandas? Yeah, I don't know why. It's just pandas I'm stuck in of... pandemonium. <laughs> that's actually the word that came to my head, and I'm like, no, that's not it. You just kept saying it over and over in your head, and you're like, that's not it. Don't say pandemonium. You're like in my head right now, Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen to me before. But uh, yeah, I feel like I'm in this place this neutral place that nothing ever happens it's just existence and i am living with family i'm not really providing i'm not progressing in life and it kills me a little bit inside to feel like nothing i'm doing really matters and to other people some people pray for this they want the opportunity to do nothing but i'm sitting around and i feel like I could be progressing myself, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that's also, like, I gave a couple reasons on a, a special for the podcast about why I do the show. And it's just another reason why I do the show, because I needed to feel like I was doing something. Yeah, and this is definitely something to do, something to, to mark the time, you know? Mm-hmm. The moment I made the the podcast, I finally felt, for the first time in a long time, like I was being productive. 
like what I was putting out there was actually meaningful. Yeah. But it just plays into my, my happiness, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, I, I know what you mean. And, I, and you know, I have something like very similar going on mm-hmm. with myself right now that, uh, sort of secret project which i'm not i'm not going to mention it right now once uh once it gets a little bit further i might uh i might plug it but um oh i remember because i asked you if you wanted to plug it a while ago yeah yeah it's like no i'm it's not done yet but once that's done like once that's getting out there like writing this and keeping it going is is kind of what's like marking the days for me it's just I keep going until this is done and like in in the next coming year my goals like in this year and next my goals are to finish this and be moved out those are the two big big goals and those are like fair goals to have those are good goals to set pretty much they are yeah they are literally the goals that you are setting yourself up for to be more happy i guess yeah and one of them relates to you so that that's a goal that you have as well Mm-hmm. it's kind so, of uh, an intertwined objective yeah there's always something to look forward to and that, that's a very very important thing to to stay happy and, and to keep keep setting things to happen you know keep having things to look forward to because there was a time um, an indiscernible time in my life. I don't remember when it was, mm-hmm. but where I just wasn't doing things. I wasn't, you know, sad. I I wasn't depressed at the time. I just wasn't, you know, doing things. I wasn't going and hanging out with my friends. I didn't yeah. have things to look forward to, and I was just. I felt like I was stuck. You know, you were just kind of there. The, yeah, I was just kind of existing. The days were going by, and I wasn't really doing any, anything with it, and it sucked. So that's when I realized I need to like set like events and goals and things to look forward to. So that's why like I almost always have a plan for the weekend now because I just need something to do then, something to look forward to, something to pass the time, you know. I agree with and you right entirely. now and, and like no matter how far away the goal is, like I I don't know when um when my project is going to be done i'm thinking like maybe this time next year and i don't know when we're going to be moving out Mm. that's that's more on you than it is on me but those are both things to look forward to those are the long-term goals that i have right now short-term goals are make it through the work week so i can see book of mormon on the weekend (laughs) but which is happening and i'm very very excited um Mm. but those are those are the long-term goals and those are two very very relevant and achievable goals and i think that's the important part achievable i feel like the unrealistic goals are sometimes important too they are they are but like i obviously you know me i have very like unrealistic goals yeah i guess it's important not to overflow on unrealistic goals yeah like i'm still i'm working towards them like with my one project 
that is working towards one of my unrealistic goals. And But it's a smaller, more realistic part of it that'll lead me mm-hmm. to it, you know? You, you have to break it down into... It, it's steps. It, it's like becoming yeah. a musician. You don't start yeah. off on the top for the most part. A lot of yeah. the times yeah. it's throwing yourself at a, a metaphorical wall until eventually you stick. And yeah. by sticking, you, it's music. You have to learn to walk before you can run. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a popular saying that kids use. <laughs> when you were saying, I have not heard a, I have not heard a single child use that phrase. You're talking that's an old people phrase. You're talking to the wrong children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, where you were saying you felt really stuck, I completely I feel that way right now. Um, mm-hmm. I've been living my life, and I feel like. Have I really been living my life? I, I'm questioning what I'm doing these days. I feel like I should be going out there and experiencing the world more. Um, you know my living condition. You know I'm in the middle of nowhere and that I'm looking for employment so that I can get out. I have a reason to yeah. leave and start experiencing, uh, experiencing more. And I am very much like hanging on that thread of like I'm trying here but it's it's tough and uh yeah. you work you you work nights and yeah I am a person who frequently stays up during the night and the days just go by when you're a night person yeah you're yeah they really do it like it you lose the concept of, time. of days yeah like there are no days anymore it's just it's just a span it's just a constant span of hours yeah because during the day you can you can see the the time pass by the people outside and the popularity of the animals that you can see and the condition of light but at night it's it's very sudden Uh, like night and day they interchange very very quickly night Um, and day are like night and day yes pretty much um you are essentially living this long span of eternal night. Yeah, and oh god, just saying that—that's super edgy. That's <laughs> I didn't say it in an edgy way, <laughs> but yeah, it—I I know what you mean. I completely agree. But for me right now, it's—it uh, it is. I am kind of similar in that spot of just kind of like I want to go do things, but I can't, or I don't know how. I'm kind of in that spot right now, but I think a life kind of needs those middle grounds, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of just spans of nothing because right now, at least for me, and I know for you, when you start working, it's not nothing. Like I'm not yeah. doing nothing. I'm working, I'm getting money and that'll be useful for the future plans for like the next year or two. And sometimes you need those, those long, boring parts to build up to the, the big, exciting part in, in the year to come. I hope and so. That, that's, that's the part that we're in right now, where right now is going to be long and it's going to be boring. But in the next year, year or two, like, it's going to be fantastic. There's going to be some big big changes and some big events Mm -hmm. and like 
like life events and it's all going to be worth it how familiar are you with desk jobs and the statistics behind the people who work those jobs um i'm not too sure there is an extremely high suicide rate behind people who do things like accounting and banking for example and i yeah. i use this as a reference because i don't want to be one of those people that keep waiting on things to change until eventually oh. they kind of break oh god i would not be able to stand it i actually went on a rant about that the other day to somebody and like this this was to somebody who who works one of those jobs one of those just office desk jobs and i didn't it didn't really quick click with me at the time that i was like mm -hmm. i was ranting about this to one of those people and um but but what i was saying was like, like i just got back from work and the mentality at my work is that whole like we're a big happy family mentality and we yeah. we all we've all been working here for 50 years and we know each other better than we know our own kids oh and, god <laughs> and i would not be able to handle that there is no way that i could do the same thing every day for like 20 years it's just sure it's reliable but it's so mm -hmm. menial and it's so it's so boring i need something exciting something different it's, every day it's I stable can't... but it's not meaningful yeah exactly i can't go into work every day knowing what's going to happen i hate that mm -hmm. and that's why like you know what i want to do and with with that job <laughs> it would be a completely different story every single day well, you don't have to share your project, but you can say. I don't see the harm in saying what you want to do. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I want to be an actor, and work for like stage or television or or write for stage and television, and mm -hmm. and and with a job like that, with a theater job, with a television job, no matter what you're doing, whether you're behind the scenes, which I have had years of both on stage and backstage experience in in theater and mm -hmm. like i know it's it's so so busy but every day is something new something different and there's always something ahead always something to look forward to because there's always the show coming up and then in the next couple months there's the next show are you going to be auditioning for that are you going to be doing something like that and it's always so new and so exciting. And I I would not be able to do anything else. I would rather be super busy working a job like that and getting paid like less than being absolutely rich, making six figures, but working a boring office job, job doing that the kills same you thing inside. every day yeah i had my first I, I... experience with uh, the fast-paced like really cutthroat i guess figure that is film and television and auditioning and acting uh, actually i'd say two weeks ago um so you you know that i personally have a talent in film and television behind the scenes right yes 
Um, I worked for a television channel for half a year not too long ago. Um, and before that, it was a huge hobby of mine, doing uh, lots of editing and special effects, mainly. I was never really a holding-the-camera guy. I was never really an actor guy, although I did do um, minor theater things, nowhere compared to where you come from, Jameson. Hmm. But the other day, um, I'd actually shared with you a long time ago a website in which voice actors audition to. Um, you're still familiar with that, right? I've been looking at it recently. Mm-hmm. Well, I had been looking at it a couple of months ago. Uh, lately, I haven't been looking at it because I want to improve on myself a little bit before I jump back into trying to do voice acting. But I was, a short while ago, doing a lot of voice acting auditions. And there was a project that I had seen and <laughs> it's funny because it was based off a popular video game and people were auditioning to do animated uh, voices for animated characters. But uh, the animated video was moved from what the video game was, which was 2D, to a 3D space. So people at full on had to model characters and such. Pretty much... I dismissed this audition, even though it was a paid job, to because I, I wasn't really hot on the project, essentially. I wasn't a big fan of the game it was coming from. Um, honestly, kind of an unprofessional reason to toss aside a position, but whatever. Or just an audition, never mind, like, it's not guaranteed that you get hired for it, but just a short while ago, I actually saw the the fully produced thing on YouTube and it was doing extremely well on views um, the voice acting turned out better than what I thought they were going to get from the people who auditioned and the uh, 3d animation turned out pretty fantastic for what it was from what I thought was going to be a failure and it just shows how like unexpected it all is yeah, definitely. And that's, for me, that's the appeal of the industry. It's so unexpected. Like, the example that I'm going to give is a theater example. Like, if if you had told me a couple years ago All right. that, that my two favorite musicals in the world would be about the Mormon religion mm -hmm. and rapping about a political figure i would have told you <laughs> that's dumb okay. and now i'm going to see the book of mormon on sunday and hamilton hamilton i have been listening to the soundtrack on repeat at work look Ham i don't i'm not even a musical guy and hamilton just has great great music i can't oh god hamilton is so good <laughs> i can't lie about it like it's it's great I i'm not on the hype train at all but when you hear something quality and you notice it, it's just important to acknowledge that thing is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But... And Hamilton is a good thing. <laughs> yes, it is. But, and it's, you know that my passions have loosely gone around. So it used to be 
um, movies than it was television. And now I'm looking more onto voice-centric things, like voice acting, radio, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of in a similar boat to you. We're in different models, maybe sailing the same ocean next to each other, that we're both looking to be into media, I suppose. And it's going to be a wild ride. And setting yeah. those goals and sticking to them, accomplishing them, is going to be a tough job but every small victory is still a victory we take towards being happy you know that's something my mom has said to me for years that exact phrase small victories are still victories small victories are still victories i think the big victories are made up of small victories oh of course that's that's a very very important thing and if we're sailing the same sea then like i'm i'm here for you the whole way takes an arrow lit on fire shoots your boat (laughs) i'm kidding never mind mind. (laughs) i don't want to live with you anymore oh muffin (laughs) but what are i'm trying to think on how to phrase this correctly we have these these goals we want to achieve Some are big and require lead-up to achieve them, the small victories. Some of them could be changes that we can make to our lives right now if we had the willpower to follow that through. Mm -hmm. What are your plans right now to start getting to where you want to be? My plans right now that that I currently have or need to make. Let's go with both. Sometimes they're they overcross, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, keep working. Keep doing my job. Um, get money. Save it away. Don't make mm-hmm. too many stupid purchases. Because <laughs> I've, I've been known to do that, so just hold back on that for a while. Nintendo Switch just uh, came out, man. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about that. My birthday is in three months. That's, that's when I'm getting the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any viewers who want to send me a switch, uh, my birthday is in June. And his Twitter is. <laughs> his ass. <laughs> I can't even say it's ridiculous. No, it just kills us inside. Uh, oh my god. But go on. I'm not going to sell out. But yeah, right now. Um, but yeah, keep working. Keep working on my project. Um, look, look forward at how to advance that. Like once this is done the stage that it's currently in Mm -hmm. what do i do next i need to know what the next stage is um i need to go down and visit my friend Alyssa, and and talk to her about it because she's also a part of this so we need to we need to talk about that together um Mm -hmm. and just just keep going for right now i'm in a spot where there's not a lot i can do so I just need to keep going until opportunities present themselves and it's time to take the next step. I find it very unique that obviously you can't hear my thoughts, so you can't know what I'm thinking. But all of your goals mostly center around your professional success and uh, your dreams, I suppose. Your profession and your dreams are overlapping. They're one and the same. 
Yeah, because in, in in my in my view, like, what's the point of having a dream if you're not gonna follow it? Mm-hmm. And I completely agree. I remember a long time ago I told you that a similar, not in the exact words, but the similar thing that you should follow your passions, not where your wallet takes you. And mm-hmm. for a little while, you went the other way and then came back to like, no, this is making me miserable. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's what happened with me. Like you know, I, I went to college for a while, mm-hmm. and I thought it was going to be good. Like I was going to get a professional job and and make money. And I realized, um, just before the end of the first semester, that I was working on my own personal stuff more than I was doing my own homework, <laughs> and. And also the course that I was in, first of all, it wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go in the long run, like in my own personal dream. And a lot of the stuff that that they were teaching me, I already knew. And it, and by the end of it, mm-hmm. I would have gotten a certificate, which what a certificate would do is get me into another program. It wouldn't help me get a job. So it just wasn't yeah. worth it to continue with this, to keep wasting my money and do something that I didn't want to and didn't need to do. Yeah, the certificate of, like, this is a lot of my life and a lot of my own money to go on and spend more money and a lot more of my life to spend yeah. and then eventually get a job in something else. Yeah, and it, it just, I didn't think it was worth it for some people that's absolutely the correct thing to do go to college get a high paying job if that's what you want to do but if it's not what you want to do Mm -hmm. then don't do it yes because because the most important thing in life is not how much money you have it's how happy you are i completely agree with you sometimes people are happier constantly chasing success than actually having certain successes yeah like for me I would be perfectly content living in a tiny apartment above a bowling alley if I could act (laughs) and see my friends and be in a place that I love doing things that I enjoy. I would be perfectly content with living my life like that as long as I could keep doing things that I love because that's what's important. At the end of your life, what is important? Like, at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. at the end of your life, when you're older and, and, and you're coming to the end of your time, you're going to look back and you're, you're not going to look back and think, I sure got a lot of money, didn't I? You're going to think, was I happy? Mm -hmm. Like you want, and I completely intend the pun here, but you want to land the strike. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And what I find so funny, we're both going to achieve the same thing with our goals. But what I find so unique is that in my mind, for me to achieve being happy, work my way towards being happier and happier, is I want to, we start off the same and I think we end the same. I want to get out of this this pause that I'm in where life isn't really where I want it to be. I have changes that I want to make. So how do you get there? You work towards it. We get jobs. We make money. We both want to move out. 
mm-hmm. right now on the same place. Um, I want to go work towards my profession of choice. You want to work towards your profession of choice. We're on the same page. But I also branch off because I want to experience so many new things. Um, a huge part of my disdain for where I am right now is I am almost literally trapped where I am. You live in a much more populated area. There's places for you to escape to, in a sense. More or less. Where I am, it's endless trees and nothingness. To some people, that sounds great. To me, it means that I can't go out and start making something of myself. Because trees don't pay you money, and what makes me happy is talking to people. And there's no... Like, talking to trees doesn't work very, very well at all. Like, don't try it. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we both want to end, though. Even though my happiness branches off into two, it comes back to being where we want to be. Yeah. And I think right now, between the two of us, we're we're on a good track. I hope like, so. I think, I think what we're doing right now and the way we're going at this is working. And, you know, we can talk about this a little more, like, off the air. Mm-hmm. But um, with, with us, like, personally, the way we're going to continue our, our goal, like, together, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. Um, that's not too far away no it's very close by september both of our lives will be changing a lot yeah and that's that's not far away at all and if if anything right now as you said this is just a pause and sometimes life has those moments sometimes there are times when life is going way too fast and there are so many things going on and on and on and it's just a constant stream of events, and the year goes by like that. But <laughs> right now is the pause. And sometimes life needs that, to just calm down for a second, take in your surroundings. And get and, ready. Yeah, and get this is right now, Grayson. We are in the calm before the storm. <laughs> this is what that is. So we just, we just relax, work, and focus on what's coming next. And then by September, by, mm-hmm. by whenever, this time next year, everything will be different. And it will all be amazing. You have an extremely optimistic view. <laughs> and you know what? I hope all of those great things come true. It's not like I'm going to say, no, too optimistic. Let's, let's be more real. I'm going to say, no, let's hope that happens. Um, Yeah. Because I mean, if we don't have optimism, what do we have? Uh, is this a joke? (laughs) It's nothing. The answer is nothing. Uh, okay. I thought you were like a play on words was coming up here. And I was like, if we don't have optimism, do we have like floptimism or, or something along the lines like change no no i'm I'm being serious Uh, okay we have a broken word is what we have hashtag beef 
do you ever look at the people who are in positions like ours and we're not immune to this like i don't think we're immune to what i'm about to ask of you the people who are where we are and they get past it without achieving what they want and either they're not really okay with it the only cases i've ever really seen are people who are broken by failing so hardly still there did something cut out yeah okay yeah i'm here i thought you were gonna continue no i was just asking like do you do you see these people and uh, yeah i don't know what do you think of them i've seen it (laughs) i don't think it's their fault like nobody is immune to situation you know some people don't try hard enough i'm not gonna say like it's not everybody's fault some people are to blame for their own failure that is true there there are some people who it it is their fault that they didn't go and do what they wanted to do some people are Mm -hmm. like they want they have dreams that they want to achieve but then they never do but sometimes it's a matter of circumstance and nobody is immune to that and um I think until you know the person, which in this scenario, I don't. So uh, until you know them and talk to them and find out why they're doing what they're doing, you can't really know. But the people who just had a dream and then Mm -hmm. gave up, I, I, I I don't, I don't look up to those people. I'm not going to say I don't respect them because Mm -hmm everybody does what they had to do at some point there's always a reason yes but but if you just if you just stopped it's like what i said before and 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 it's my own personal motto what's the point of having a dream if you're not going to follow it yeah and it's a fair point i feel like no matter where you are in life you should always be going towards something yeah like some people's dream is to work a boring job but have a lot of money and relax on the weekends that's totally okay that's still a dream mm-hmm. some people aspire to be accountants that's very but true i've met people like that it blows my so mind have I. I think it's ridiculous but i can't judge because i want to be an actor mm-hmm. i want to dance around on stage in front of people and have that sounds ridiculous to people yeah yeah and people find that ridiculous too. So I'm not one to judge. No, and that's so. completely fair. But I've either seen people with family members, or maybe it's even my own family members, that they tell you, uh, like, work very, very hard because I, I didn't accomplish these dreams that I have. But you can still do it. Yeah. And I feel like their parents before them told them the same thing. We have a yeah. very um, American-Canadian viewpoint from where we were raised, I think, is where it comes from anyway, that w- we're brought up and the perspective is you can do anything if you try hard enough. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other countries, it's work hard and you're making it if you're living right yeah 
Like we are literally shoot for the stars. That's a very popular saying we have. Yeah, we we are in a very, a very fortunate position. No matter how it seems to us right now, mm-hmm. and that this ties back exactly to what we were talking about at the beginning, where with like always, like people always want more. For some people, it's food for the week. For some other people, it's like a vacation and we're in a very very fortunate situation where our things that that like we want more is you know it's what we have mm-hmm. and and yeah we're we are fortunate to be in those positions but it's still a matter of of making yourself happy Sometimes I really wonder if we'll ever truly be happy, you know? I think so. I constantly hope so. But it's, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, saying. Yeah. Uh, It's so very, very easy to be optimistic. And I hate to bring the mood down. This is the realistic half of the my mind that's speaking, where it says, be prepared not to succeed, but also be prepared to succeed at something else. You know, personally, I think it's the opposite. I think it's it's very, very easy to be pessimistic, to just think that that nothing is ever going to work out and, and nothing's going to go good and just do nothing about it, because it is so easy to just do nothing right and 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 that's why like if it another another saying that that um some of my family members have told me about about working hard to be happy and achieving your goals is if it wasn't hard it wouldn't be worth doing i've heard this in other words but yeah yeah and and I agree with that. I've heard like, it more yeah, used like, um, if love wasn't difficult, then was it worth it? Yeah, exactly. That that's also true. And I I think it's it's just very important to know what is worth doing, and like what you want to do. Because again, at the end of the day, the most important thing is what do you want to do. How do you want to be happy? On those words, I think I'm going to leave the listeners waiting on them. I'm going to call the episode. All right. So thank you for coming on very much. I enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, so did I. Thank you for having me. No problem. And so that marks the end of tonight's show. It was great to have Jameson on tonight and really talk about what we both wanted in life, our goals, and how to achieve them, how we really plan on being happy one day. Because like I said, it doesn't all happen at once. It takes some time to get there. Anyway, I'm actually running late for work, and I'm like last minute editing all this up and doing the last lines, so I'm going to have to rush out of here, but... 
Thanks for watching the show, and have a nice night. Tonight we talk.